0: What is up, everybody? And welcome back to our reactions to the summer phenomenon that was Barbenheimer. Um, I guess we can just get right into it. Not a lot of housekeeping with the first week of semester rolling around, I guess. How are, we kind of talked about this already, but how are you guys' first weeks looking?
1: Not too bad. I mean, it's it was a little tougher than I was expecting, but you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, a bit hectic. Um, but
2: I hope the second week is going to be a smooth ride better. Yeah. Also yeah.
3: pretty rough, but we're getting through
0: it. I think for me, it was just reminding myself that my schedule is busy compared to the very chill summer. Yeah. Um, so it was a little bit of a culture shock of like, oh, crap. Okay, back into it. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> um, but we're making it through. And I guess for the next hour or so, we get to talk about Barbenheimer, um, which was incredibly fun. Um, I don't really know. Is, do you guys want to start? Actually, I've been dying to talk about Barbie. We're going to talk about Barbie <laughs> first. Um, I guess if you guys want to go ahead and initial reactions
2: to Barbie. You want to start? I mean, I loved it. going. See, here's the thing. I, I knew it was going to be. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was going to be good or not. Right. So when I went in, I was like, okay. And like right like when the first uh the first act started and we were in barbie land and you know all like the it i just like was like this is this is cinema it's (laughs) this is this is it right here and like going into the real world and how they deal with like messages in this movie and the writing's really good and the performances i'm just like damn at the end of it i was like this is this is really fun yeah it's really good and not have to go watch Oppenheimer. <laughs> That's right. Um, you were you're not looking forward to it. I, I wasn't, but I'll okay. talk about that. Yeah. Because I ended up liking it. Yeah.
0: The one thing I did want to say, the performances were astounding to me because they were just having fun. Yeah. Like I don't think I've had seen actors have like that much just dumb fun filming a movie. I don't know. I can't think of anything.
3: Well, I mean, like, Ryan Gosling's acts were all, like, improv, or most of them yeah, were. That's right. So, I actually really want to see the bloopers. I hope they come out with it. Because apparently every time Margot Robbie laughed, he came up with a new bit. Yeah. Mm. So, there's just a ton of stuff we haven't seen.
0: Mm. I'm assuming you also liked it, then. Oh, I love
3: Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it was, it was as good as I was expecting it to be, but in totally different ways than I was expecting. Mm. Like, it really... Like, the elements that I thought were going to be there were, but the way that they handled things, I, they were just, it was so good. It was funny. It was emotional. It was a great movie. Yeah.
1: yeah. I So I watched it somewhat recently, and so it's still, like, pretty fresh in my head. I, So going in, I was like, I went in with a group of friends, and all my friends um, were like, oh, I heard it's kind of preachy. Because none of us have seen it before, right? So we oh, all kind yeah. of went in blind. Um, we didn't watch really any of the trailers. We just kind of heard from people and then we're like, whatever, we have all a free day. to watch it, right? It was, yeah. And so, you know, we heard all the bad things of like, oh, it's preachy. It's da-da-da. You know what I mean? Um, and I went in. I was like, whatever. It is what it is. I'm just going to go watch it and I'm going to enjoy it. And I loved it. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I think at times, you know, I think there was moments where I was like, okay, I mean, it it doesn't feel like a blockbuster at times, mm-hmm. I feel, you know what I mean? Um, but I think that was kind of the point, right? It was like, it was meant to be this Mattel kind of thing. And you know, Mattel known for like kind of their cheap plastic, whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and so I love that. And I love that they shit on Mattel the whole the time. The whole time. <laughs> I am amazed.
0: It makes me wonder if like... Mattel didn't, like, they were like, yeah, we're going to hire Greta, let her do her thing. And then a couple of employees started watching, they're like, oh, okay, she went that direction. <laughs> but they had to have known, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knows? We got the good movie now.
1: But the part, so the whole movie, I was like, okay, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. This is okay. This is pretty good. The moment where I was like, all right, this was one of my favorite movies of the year was at the very end. It was The Void. Oh yeah. It was when um when Barbie went into the void with uh what was her name again? Oh, like the the creator. creator. The creator, right? Yeah. She went into the yeah, void and like the symphony, the music, Billie yeah, Eilish, Eilish played, um and like the flashbacks of like all these oh. different um like you know women and then the score building it was I watched that and I'm like this is like how Ronnie said like this is cinema. <laughs> and um it was it's really funny so when i go watch movies with my friends nobody else is like a film person right they just oh, kind of really? like movies yeah. and so i think it's really funny cuz i'm there and i'm like watching the film and i'll do this when i'm like oh this is sick um, <laughs> and so now my I got my friends doing it too so yeah. the, when <laughs> the boy hit i just saw like in the corner of my eye <laughs> four of these <laughs> Yeah. oh that's good <laughs> um but yeah no I I absolutely loved it I thought it was phenomenal
0: yeah I'm of course similar boat I loved it I went in with lower expectations and then I walked out I'm like how could I doubt Greta Gerwig <laughs> <laughs> I've loved every single one of her movies I should have gone in with like yeah of course I'm gonna like this and I really I watched it twice because of course I watched it on my like first time and then I had to watch it with the rest of my family mm. and stuff and like my dad hasn't seen it yet because he's, you all know, weird about it. But um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, no, they all loved it. Uh, I think, though, and so, Void is probably like my second favorite part. Mm. First favorite part is the whole beach war. <laughs> Just for how funny it was, was and funny. the dance battle. And I'm still, I have uh, the I Am Ken song, like, <laughs> unironically in my playlist <laughs> because it's so I just love that moment so much. Um, but yeah, I guess outside of that, I'm trying to think. The whole character of Alan specifically, I've been waiting to talk about Alan. Oh,
1: I loved it. <laughs> so dumb. I love it. I was I was like, I saw Alan, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I'm an Alan. Just a guy.
2: Just yeah. a
0: dude. But then they have a whole fight scene for like no real reason. I was reason. like, what's going
2: on? so funny and then they never mention it again nope. actually they do they're like yeah i beat those guys up oh well <laughs>
0: like, and the fact that they were building the wall like vertically instead there were so many yeah. just little moments like rewatching the movie again so many moments that i just because there's so much happening at once i feel like mm-hmm. that rewatching, i was able to appreciate a lot of the stuff more Um, such as them trying to build a vertical wall and him being like as soon as they learn how to build it horizontally we'll be screwed Um, there's just so much I don't even know and then the real world stuff was amazing Mm -hmm. that's what I was I think that was
2: another moment where I'm like wow they really
0: are doing some cool stuff with this
2: yeah I really love what they did with Barbie's arc in particular Mm -hmm. like with her like going and then finding out that she isn't the world isn't what she thought it was and her like trying to reckon with that I thought it was really compelling especially with Margot Robbie doing all the, the acting like I think this is like her titular role as Barbie mm-hmm. yeah. like hers Harley Quinn is pretty good but like I don't know I feel like she really owned it and she was given the material by Greta and I think her husband co wrote with her mm-hmm. um, but she was given the material to like go there and it was really it was really powerful yeah. absolutely yeah. she really went there too like her performance
0: was really good especially like the emotional moments of mm-hmm. her like the the bench scene specifically Mm -hmm. that was really cool and i guess they were wanting to cut that i don't know if maybe they 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 were were. yeah that's crazy to me
3: i know because it was actually my favorite moment of the film really i think like it was like the moment that i was like oh my god um i really liked it and the thing about barbie for me was that it was (laughs) i was really caught off guard because it was such like it was such a comedic movie and then it would have such an emo- emotional moment and then go immediately back into a bit. Yeah. So I would be like emotionally devastated and then laughing hysterically. It was rollercoaster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, definitely like the real world scene, I think, was like, yeah. just great of watching Ken be like, oh my God, this is the best place <laughs> ever. And then,
0: Patriarchy. Like,
3: Barbie having this emotional crisis of like, oh God, girls don't like me. And... <laughs> like women aren't liberated because I live in Barbie world type thing. It's
0: really good. I was surprised how much they, they weren't afraid to go into that of like, yeah, we've solved er, uh, sexism (laughs) and women rule the world now. Like they were so willing to just go 100% in and really tackle. And I, especially the um, moments of Barbie's taking over the Ken world and all of that and the whole like monologue that was happening. Oh, those were so good.
3: Like, definitely my favorite part, like, of the overall movie was how they explored how both, like, matriarchy and patriarchy are bad. Yeah. Um, Because, again, people thought it was going to be a really preachy movie. And and they easily could have done the whole, you know, like, patriarchy. But, like, including both of that, I think, really made the message stand out and kind of made it hard for them to be like, you're just preaching and you hate men. Because which part of the message was, like...
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: Hey, we're all human beings and we can all have emotions, and nobody should be forced to not have a home.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't surprised that those reactions were coming out of the movie mm-hmm. of, like, oh, this is preachy, they hate men. But, like, watching the movie it really makes it hard for you to even make that argument because of the ending, because of the Barbie's reckoning with where kin should be placed in society, because, yeah. like, they do need something to do. They aren't just you know, throwaways or whatnot, so I don't know. It's just like an all-inclusive movie, Mm -hmm. which I think is really cool. I Um, feel like a lot of the people that are
0: very negative on the movie just didn't. They were very focused on that and they weren't willing to look past it and also find it funny. Like, mm -hmm. they are treating it in a more, like you said, like a more comedic but also serious way. And at the end of the day, you just kind of have to laugh at it and like, yeah, world's kind of messed up, of course. You yeah. just have to live with it and laugh at it a little bit. Um, live, laugh, love. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I feel like most people who, like, I've had conversations with that criticize it in the preachy way haven't seen the movie. They're always like, it's right. obviously preachy. And it's like, did you see it? Of course not. <laughs> okay.
2: It's always it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. Like you said, I get, I get why people are angry. Like, in terms of, like, yeah, of course, they're going to be angry about it. Yeah but they can stay angry and not appreciate. <laughs> stay <the> mad. <laughs> yeah, just stay
1: mad, that's true.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so also ha- like the cultural phenomenon that Barbie is, like the, did you guys wear pink going in? So I saw yeah. it at like midnight, so no. Okay, Okay. gotcha. Did you wear pink, Jackson? Okay, no. I, I wore pink and when I went in and like the whole theater I was in was like in pink. I guys, see girls, that, yes. everyone. <laughs> and like even a week after, it was like, It was Mm -hmm. two weeks after, on a Saturday, I was at the movies seeing um, Mission Impossible again, Mm -hmm. and like just droves and droves of people were coming out of their cars in pink, just going to see Barbie. I was like, "Wow, like this is sick." Yeah,
1: yeah. I saw it really late, so I um I saw like literally last week, Mm -hmm. um and so when I watched it, it was just me and my friends in the theater. There's nobody else that's pretty nice so it was it was nice yeah. so like we could like we were laughing hysterically because <laughs> we, we knew there was nobody else to like bother it was yeah. <laughs> it's always fun yeah I didn't dress up but I definitely
0: saw that a lot and then people like um, dressed up as pink taking pictures next to Oppenheimer yeah. or uh, very vice versa dressing up for Oppenheimer in the Barbie box I Kind of wish Stefan could, was here, he couldn't make it this episode, but he did that. He dressed up, watched both of them the same day. Yeah, I guess he like, I think he watched Barbie first, dressed up for that, went home to dress into his Oppenheimer outfit, mm-hmm. to then go out with friends and watch Oppenheimer. And respect. I, yeah, respect. I wouldn't, <laughs> I don't think I would have enjoyed that. No. <laughs> but I, none of you guys did that, right? You all watched it no, I watched it. like. Oh, I,
2: I watched, it, I like, I watched Oppenheimer happen. the next day.
0: Yeah. Okay. Do you guys want to talk about Oppenheimer then?
2: Yeah, yeah. let's we'll do it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no,
3: you're fine. Okay. And it's like historical, so.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah oh, you, like you haven't it. seen it. That's right. No, That's I what you... Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> you're okay. like... Yeah, are you good with spoilers? <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. I guess... Spoilers on spoilers. history. Yeah, it's, <laughs> history. Yeah. it's
3: historical, and
0: I know a lot about Oppenheimer. The bomb like, went off, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> um...
1: Yeah. Also, it's canon that uh, Josh Peck uh, launched the nuke, so. Oh you know. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
0: good point. Yeah, so I know.
1: saw a lot of people said that they were taken
0: out of the movie every time you
1: showed up. I straight up was. <laughs> it was kind of bizarre. Yeah. I was so I was in like the front row. I saw it the first week it came out. Right. You were like
0: the meme of like uh, no, what's it? William Defelt Like oh. Kinda of yeah. Honestly,
1: um, I so. It was, like, right before, like, a week of, like, wedding stuff for my cousin. Oh, that's right. And so I was like, if I don't watch it now, I'm not going to. Yeah. Because I will not be able to f- find three hours again, right? I just had, a, like, a free night. Um, Everybody was busy. I called my girlfriend. She's like, nope. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> call my friends, They're like, sorry, dude. So I'm like, I'm going to go myself. Yeah. Because uh, okay. I had, you know, four hours to kill. So I went by myself. There was one seat. Left, like the Left. There was one seat left <laughs> in the whole theater. Did you go, wait, to the one in, um... The, the big I went to the actual like IMAX one okay yeah. the, the 9000 South um, Jordan Commons Jordan Commons thing. and it was worth it was really hot because there was a lot of people in there but like it was worth um, but it was it was weird it was weird watching one I haven't gone to a movie by myself in a while mm-hmm. so I was just kind of sitting there with my like fingers yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like <laughs>
0: I know what you mean. Princess Mononoke returned to theaters. And I'm like, I'm not going to try to find a group. I'm just going to watch it with myself. <laughs> and it was that of, like, before and after. I'm just like, okay, cool. Put in my earbuds, walk back to my car. Yep, like, okay.
1: Fun experience. But I thought, so the the one thing that I noticed um, right at the gate of Oppenheimer was every, like, all different kinds of people were there to watch it. Um, it wasn't just, like, in my head, I was like, oh, it's just going to be, like, film nerds. Right? Yeah. But everybody was there people brought their kids which i was like that's kind of a weird flex it's like i wouldn't bring my kid to this one but yeah, um, no. yeah. uh but yeah i mean i i really like the film i think it's vastly different from barbie like it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to compare the two um just because one is so dark and one is so light mm-hmm. um and don't get me wrong, like, Barbie has his dark moments, you know what I mean, talking about patriarchy, matriarchy. And then Oppenheimer has kind of, what I thought was kind of funny was um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character just, like, freaking out because yeah. Oppenheimer and Albert Einstein, like, had a bro moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did find it really funny of, like, we finally figure out what they were talking about not at all associated with it. Of course it's not. Right. He's just in his own head and it, like he's the main character I guess. Like, he feels like he's the main character.
2: Like you're not um, that guy? No. <laughs> it's like,
1: uh. um, but yeah, I mean, I... So I thought it was very good. I gave it a 4.65 out of 5. Okay. And I gave Barbie the exact same uh, rating, okay. which I thought was interesting, but for two very different reasons, Right. right? I thought Oppenheimer was objectively one of Christopher Nolan's best films. I think the directing was great. I think the acting was great. The cinematography was fantastic. Van Hoyt just knocked out of the Mm -hmm. park. Um, Ludwig Göransson also on the soundtrack, right? Absolutely
0: killed it. Like
1: masterpiece.
0: I've been following him for a while ever since his Childish Gambino days. This is his best work easily.
1: I don't know. Childish Gambino days were pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good, but
0: like it was mixed. Gambino's like my favorite
1: rapper. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, but yeah no i agree i think he's the next zimmer yeah easily Easily. i think this is
0: okay i don't know because i feel like he's been working up to that point i've been saying this i feel like for a while i don't know if i've ever said it like on content or anything i feel like he's getting to that point i feel like this was it for me where i'm like he is already there i just Mm. don't know if it the from the public perception he's there in terms of like if you say, like, John Williams or Hans Zimmer, most people know who that is. If I say Ludwig right. Göransson, it's like, oh, you don't know understand. He did um, Oppenheimer, he did Tenet, he did Wakanda Forever, Black
2: Panther, stuff Joker, like that. Joker. Joker, that's right. The Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah. he oh, did Mandalorian today. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So many stuff. But, yeah, the score was great, and I think the use of practical was very important for the film. Um I think I think Barbie used a lot of practical too, which I thought was really good. I thought it was funny. Um, but obviously, you know they used quite a bit of CGI as well. But um, Oppenheimer, I think the use of sole practical effect was I th- I feel like important to the film. If that makes sense, I think it wouldn't have been the same film if they didn't. No. Um, what was I thought was really funny was I went in and I'm sitting down and I'm like watching the movie for the first twenty minutes. I'm like. This is an art film. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because,
0: like, um, I think a lot, because I've been listening, I have a lot of the songs added to my playlist as well. Can you hear the music, I think Mm -hmm. it is? That's when it's, like, you see Oppenheimer seeing all of the neutrons and electrons, and, like, it it is very artsy. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, wow, this is beautiful in its own way, but also, like, I don't know, that 20 minutes was magical.
1: For For sure. And I was, like, I would, I did not expect it. I was expecting, you know, a blockbuster. It's it's yeah. Oppenheimer. Oh my gosh, hundred million dollar budget, whatever, right? But it was. I went and I'm like, it's an art film. Like I feel like a student. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like a student thought process. Like, oh, we'll make strings, and like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing of like, this is Nolan's most different movie for me. Like, I feel like a lot of, and it, it still keeps like the Nolan vibes for me but if I were to watch like an Interstellar or an Inception they have very similar vibes to me mm-hmm. Oppenheimer felt very different
1: it was different yeah. for sure I agree with
0: that what did you think of it then I know you weren't too excited going yeah, in
2: I'm like it's just, I, I do like Interstellar from Christopher Nolan and of course the Batman films I will agree with you like this film is like very different vibe Um, but yeah I was surprised that I could well it kept me engaged for three hours and it was basically just talking one explosion. That was yeah. it. Um, and I thought all the performances were stellar. The cinematography, just pretty much what PR said. I do think that the practical effects were uh, very impressive. Uh, I don't know. There's a YouTube video online um, and it's these guys trying to recreate shots oh from my, Oppenheimer, that, Trying to, yeah. It's a really cool. But um, I don't know. I feel like it was just a really solid movie, like, but nothing to write home about for me personally.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't know. Is it just me or did I feel like the uh, the nuclear explosion was a
1: bit underwhelming? It was. It was very okay. underwhelming. And I think it was meant to be more of like the build up to it yeah, rather was... than the actual nuke, right? Um, and I think another reason is just Josh Pegg. I he's <laughs> I just there you see his reaction <laughs> shots It's <he's>
0: like <laughs> because I, I have no like I know that he's like in that show Drake and Josh mm-hmm. right okay I know that so I didn't I've never watched that show I don't have a lot of context with him mm-hmm. but it took me. I, I was flabbergasted by that moment if I'm really? being honest mm-hmm. especially like the um, the delay between like and you're constantly anticipating it which is like a theme that they bring out throughout the movie I think they use it two more times um just like waiting waiting for the sound and then in that imax when it does hit it it jumps at <laughs> yeah, was so cool um I actually i did not find it i felt like that was the moment that i think about a lot that one mm. and then um him in the auditorium thinking yeah. back like when yep. it starts to hit him a little bit more because maybe that's why it was underwhelming is he's like okay we've done it sweet but now he he doesn't really think about the effects of that. He's been so focused on getting there. Like, what? what is the... Um, he's so worried about creating it, he never thought about whether they should create it. Mm-hmm. And then that audience scene, when he is kind of cheering it on, and then he is, like, walking through burned corpses and stuff, and it's, like, in his own head. That was another moment that I keep thinking back to a lot.
2: Yeah. I think when I say underwhelming, I don't... I mean, like, the explosion itself. I think the best part of that scene was, like the light shining on everyone in the silence yeah. just like the blinding white and the reaction shots but like I was talking about like the actual like bomb okay. oh, fiery yes. like okay. thing yeah I um, agree with
0: that then
2: I think the the best thing I like about this movie is like the historical like knowledge that I like gained from it I didn't I knew about the Red Scare and about that whole thing, but I didn't know that they were simultaneously happening together. And so there was so much Same, communism yeah. in this movie. I was like, wait, what? And I was just learning like so many things and I, I just found that really engaging. Yeah, um,
0: I've actually met a couple of people. It seems because I'll walk away and they'll be like, yeah, I didn't really like it. And then they focus a lot on that first hour because of the communism stuff. It was so funny. And I found that <laughs> hilarious, yeah. Um, But same, I, like I said, I think in the predictions, I knew a little bit of the history. Like, I know, I recognize the name Strauss, and obviously I knew, like, Albert Einstein helped a little bit but felt like it was too much and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did not know about the Red War stuff, or um, Red Scare. Like, him
2: going through that whole screening at the end. Yeah, that was just, that was was amazing. I think Josh, baby, Josh (laughs) Peck (laughs) um, wasn't, like, like the most distracting thing for me it was like all of like the other a list actors that would like pop up like florence pugh just coming in and just mm. being there and leaving and then like i don't know emily blunt just being there and like i don't know it's just emily so much blunt star power though was
1: so good it was yeah. really good but the whole time i was like chill <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, calm down, bro. It's not that deep. I don't know kind of was. I mean, yeah, but like, I don't know.
3: Obviously, I haven't seen it, but that did kind of catch me off guard because a lot of historical films, especially if you like what Christopher Nolan would want to do is to immerse you in the creation of like in that whole story and definitely putting all those A-list actors is not going to do that. I I remember looking at the cast list and being like, oh, Jesus. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, I think of like
3: Dunkirk specifically,
0: Outside of Harry Styles, um, which was <laughs> really weird. weird, and Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. There were not a lot of notable actors in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the <baby's attracting> me. <laughs> um it definitely didn't take me out. And uh for example like Colton, we were talking about it, one of the EAE professors. Mm. He didn't really vibe with it because he felt like it was that in terms of like a lot of almost cameos is how we put it.
2: Albert Einstein cameo. Let's go. Right.
0: <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Matt Damon now Robert Downey Jr. Stuff. Yeah. and I was like, I get, I get that.
1: Um, one thing that I so I loved the film. I thought that was it was done kind of perfectly in, in certain yeah. in certain ways. One thing that like in my head, I'm like, cool, am I to kind of criticize this? But at the same time, I'm like, I didn't love it. Um, the scene that you're talking about, like with the audience and then him kind of having that realization. Is it just me or – I wish he was a little bit more sharp, like, the focus-wise. I don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. noticed that. His focus was very soft that whole Mm. time. And I understand they're very deep in. I understand it's kind of hard to, like, you know, catch focus. First AC is a hard job. But, um, you know, this is a million, you know, $100 million film. And I have a feeling he did it on purpose to create that kind of – That's what I'm thinking. Like – since his headspace is soft like kind of fuzzy maybe like that's why he's kind of fuzzy I don't know but in my head like that was the only thing where I was like I wish he was just a little bit sharper yeah because it was like it wasn't distracting it was just like "Mm," you know what I mean like at least for me in a similar way uh, like that makes me want to rewatch it and I've been trying
0: to rewatch it for a while now just times never worked (laughs) out Um, just because like I didn't catch that first time but i think it was just like the impact of it and like i a lot of that i want to say like the last half of that movie was a lot of me sitting there like oh wow this is very deep and like in my own thoughts as well um so i think when that happens i'm also in my own thoughts so i'm like paying attention obviously to the screen um but not in that like not in that um specific of a way i guess mm-hmm. so i do want to rewatch it and see if that affects with
1: me I don't know. Interesting, but yeah, I mean, other than that, that's like I think they were both good. I which one do you guys liked more? I feel like because to me they were. I feel equal. Like we all know the answers to everybody's answer yeah. for that. Yeah, Barbie. I'm assuming. Oh no,
0: I liked Oppenheimer. You more. like
1: Oppenheimer? Oh, really
0: interesting. Yeah, I so I mean Nolan is like one of my favorite directors. I even like Tenet, which I know is controversial and blah blah blah. <laughs> blah. Um, but for me, this was like top three Nolan movies, which is, means it's like easily in some of my favorite movies ever. Mm. Um, like I said, I still want to rewatch it. Um, I think with Tenet especially I learned rewatching Nolan movies it helps me understand a lot more of what's happening. Um but yeah you guys all Barbie?
1: I they're equal to me. They both yeah. got a four point six five on my score on my on my rating board. Hmm. And that has never happened. Really? Yeah where I've been comparing two movies and they've hit the same mark. For different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um like the the doxing, like the the reason that it's a 4.65 for Oppenheimer for me was one, the soft focus. Um, that was a little distracting for me. Um two, it was just when the bomb dropped, I kind of felt how Ronnie felt, where it was like yeah. just a little underwhelming. Um But I, I do want to see it again, and maybe that'll change my kind of perspective. Mm-hmm. Same thing for Barbie. The, the reason Barbie is a little less is because I felt like the things that they did perfect was like the art direction, the set design, it was done brilliantly. Yeah. But Barbie Land was so good, and I can't even express how good it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Do you think, like they still
0: have to have some of those props because they're all practical.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They gotta make like a Barbie Land like resort or something. Mm-hmm. It's there. Out of those. It's, it's there, right? Yeah. yeah, they
3: just need to take the same props. They're- filming a lot of commercials in Barbie Land right now. Like, I oh, a an aggressive pro- commercial, mm-hmm. over. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah.
2: Oh. Interesting. Did you see yeah. Flo and uh, th- that other uh, progressive guy at the red carpet for Barbie? I thought that was funny. <laughs> <What>? Yeah, <laughs> the Barbie marketing campaign was insane. Yeah, it, that is a, a campaign to look at and like study. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> like they had like pink shakes in Brazil and like Barbie like posters everywhere, trailers. Like you couldn't get away from it. I still can't yeah. get away from it. No.
3: <laughs> I'm not not an Xbox person, but the Barbie Xbox almost got me. Like, there's a Barbie <laughs> Xbox? <about me>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Damn, I was looking to get an Xbox. I missed my chance. Cool. They also built the Barbie house in Malibu. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Which is crazy.
3: I liked like, their popcorn buckets that they have mm, where mm-hmm. you can get the Barbie car and fill it with popcorn, but then it came with oh. an actual Barbie. What? That's yeah. kind of sick.
2: It's insane. <laughs> All their marketing budget is gone now. <laughs> like,
0: it's, I mean, I guess it's gone, but also like they just got one billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know that um, I had a classmate who watched Barbie, and then he got like the the take home cup, and he was just like, "This is my new water bottle because I <laughs> love that movie so much."
1: <laughs> I was actually talking to my creative advertising professor about. Yeah. Um, Barbie and kind of like the marketing strategy behind it. Um, for reference, he's like a legend in in the marketing world. He where mm. he was the creative director for McCann Group for 30 mm. years. Mm. Damn. So like, he's the shit. Um, but I was talking to him and he's like, dude, they fucking knocked it out of the park. Like, wow. think about it. Like how long has Mattel been running, you know, Barbie commercials on like Nickelodeon or like whatever, right? And then some guy was like, hey, fuck a commercial. But to make a movie, because <laughs> Barbie's um, Barbie was dipping, like, drastically. Yeah, I like, I nobody that. was buying Barbies. Nobody really cared about them anymore. For me, it's my 6 year old sister is now like, oh, I have a bunch of Barbies now. And was
0: playing with them because we kept talking about the movie. Right. And eventually went to watch the movie with her. She didn't get it. But <laughs> she's been playing with Barbies ever. Like, that exactly. was not a thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. And now they're literally everywhere. And Mattel's stock has shot up. Like, nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And I love that Mattel was okay with Greta just shitting on him yes. for, two h- for two hours, yeah. which I think was the perfect thing to do. Yeah. Because if you take yourself too seriously, then the movie's going to be shit, right? If Mattel's like, no, we're good. No. No. No, you're not. cast just- <laughs> Will Ferrell as a
0: very obvious – we haven't even talked about Will Ferrell, but he has, like, a really kind of – just dumb executive and then the offices are very black and bleak oh so good
2: yeah um i definitely liked Barry more um i figured that but
0: i still like the offenheimer i mean Mm. i'm surprised honestly by that because i mean as we said it's a little bit i mean maybe that just is that first hour that is very artsy fartsy but like that's what (laughs) you would But that's what you had said like going into um like in our reactions mm-hmm. was that like you a- appreciate Nolan but you also don't necessarily like a lot of his movies?
2: I thought it was going to be artsy fartsy the whole thing through and okay. it was going to be him indulging in himself like the yeah. whole thing, but it wasn't, which okay. I liked. But yeah, like you said, I, I appreciate Nolan. I like I love interstellar. I love space movies, and mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. like the space movie for me. Agree. So, for that I just I still think Interstellar is my number one.
1: It's it's number one and number two for me, too. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Where does, I mean, if you guys know, where does Oppenheimer line up in that, then?
2: It's below the Batman films for me and
1: below Interstellar, but it's, like, right below that. I think I'd put it above Inception.
0: That's what I think.
1: Yeah. So, like, I think it would go Interstellar, Dark Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Oppenheimer. I'd put it above Batman Begins for me. Really, I love that. I
2: know *Batman Begins*. It's so good.
0: (laughs) 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 That's actually one thing that because *Scarecrow* has got me thinking. Cillian Murphy, like, oh, fucking phenomenal. So good. It makes me want to watch *Peaky Blinders* now. (laughs) Dude, *Peaky Blinders* is good. It's so good. So good. I'm so glad that he finally got a chance to, because he's always been a side character. At least in my brain, he has. Yeah. um, To get like a full nolan movie where he just is able to stare and like show so much of him, which is so funny because like that was most of his acting right um just
2: staring to your soul but
0: every stare was different I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no but he knocked it out of the- i feel like a lot of the actors in this uh, in oppenheimer it was like one of their best performances even robert downey jr which like mm-hmm. he just got off of iron man which i felt like was amazing and the entire time, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, he can act!" <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> the thing is, they're all playing really shitty people. Like every single one of them, I would, except for maybe like the general, I guess Matt Damon yeah. character. But like every single one of them, I would not want to like be around them. And mm-hmm. you still find like glimmers of something to like care about in each and every one of them, besides Strauss, who's just kind of an asshole. But yeah,
0: she's supposed. <laughs> That's how I felt with Emily Blunt's character of like, yeah, she taking stuff a little bit too seriously, but you can see a little bit of, like, mm-hmm. even though she's drunk most of the time. And yeah. like, which for Emily Blunt was weird. <laughs> like, she did a good job, but the whole time I'm like, this is this is Mary Poppins. Like, <laughs> what <laughs> is happening? She's not
2: taking care of the kids. <laughs> she hates her kid, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's always there for um, Oppenheimer, and she was, like, she was the back. When he was, like, breaking down, she was there to pick him back up. So that's what yeah. I liked
1: about her. True, yeah, she exactly. called him out. She's like, stop being, a, stop being a little bitch. Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> stop letting these hoes get you down. <laughs> um, but no, similar about with Barbie. I feel like Ryan Gosling's mm-hmm.
1: performance. We haven't talked enough about it. We haven't no. talked oh, enough. So
3: good. Oh,
0: so
1: good. Phenomenal.
3: I thought that Margot Robbie obviously killed Barbie. She is Barbie in my yes. mind. Mm-hmm. Like, she killed it. Ryan Gosling, though. So good in this film, like he stole it. I think for me, yeah. like acting wise, mm-hmm. not only with the improv bits, but just like I always forget that he's like a professionally trained, like he's like a Broadway dancer and mm-hmm. singer. Yeah. And then, so it's
0: like oh. I really want to watch La La Land now.
1: For <laughs> you that, you watch it? No. Oh, dude, it's okay. okay I'll, I'll watch it soon. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as you. I I like started it and I'm like I can do this right now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I haven't watched it either, so I think Brian Gosling is, like, a note. Like, I just let the notebook in my head. Oh, wow.
0: I knew him from Blade Runner. So this mm-hmm. is That's very, not. very different. i like from Blade Runner. Where he's, like, a, a replicant and, like, no emotion. <laughs> very little. Like, the most emotion is him angry. <laughs> and then now it's him.
2: <laughs> Every single second of screen time, he, like, stole. Like, yeah. from everyone. And like, his. Facial
0: expressions. I have so many gifs saved of him, like putting on the double glasses or um I'll say that one. But and then like what I keep quoting specifically from him is the uh once I learned the patriarchy wasn't about horses, I lost interest. (laughs) I just say that all the time around my house now.
3: My favorite is when he's, like... It's kind of the same thing, but it's earlier in the film when he's, like... At first, I thought patriarchy was about horses, but then I found out that, like, horses are an extension of man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the other... Yeah, I'm curious how many of those are improv'd. Like, know. I feel like all of them have to be.
3: Like, uh, at least I believe most of him with, like, Margot Robbie. I yeah. think the sublime thing, obviously, is <laughs> some of the funniest.
0: I've seen ever. the behind-the-scenes of that. <laughs> oh. um, but also, the... Um, I I heard this maybe, I'm not sure if it's true, but the whole like rivalry between him and Simu Liu (laughs) was from like an improv bit Mm -hmm. where, they were like, we need someone to do a backflip. And of course, Simu Liu was like, yeah, I can do that for like the thing. This is like them planning out the choreography. And then he does it and you just see Ryan Gosling like, oh my gosh, and Greta's like, wait, stop, hold up. And then rewrote
1: this script for that rivalry. I was like, oh my gosh. That's great. Simu Liu was so underrated, I feel like in this Mm -hmm. whole film, because Ryan Gosling stole Ken, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. But I feel like, Simu Lee didn't get enough of, like attention, I feel like, because he was so good so, too. True. Oh he he's was, slowly working up to
0: be one of my favorite actors, I feel like. For sure. Oh, yeah. I love him so I've much. I've been following
1: him since back in like the Wong Fu production days, like on really? YouTube. Wow. And so I was like seeing him become Shang-Chi and then like now Ken and stuff, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, he made it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I recently watched Kim's Convenience and seeing him oh, in so that, that.
1: Such a good that
0: is such an underrated, like, ah, oh.
1: it's underrated because it was a Canadian show so we didn't really get exposure to it here but then I watched it on Netflix and I was taken I was like so good so good
0: I also feel like this is getting a little bit of a tangent the little clip that they show for Kim's Convenience of the the cousin coming back and she's got like a very stereotypical Asian accent or whatever Mm -hmm. not the best clip to show for people (laughs) trying to get sold on that show Um, because it's not even like the funniest moment or
1: whatever for sure um yeah. Also, one last side tangent. Yeah. Um, the the dad in Kim Convenience, he's Uncle Iroh in live I action. I know. I <laughs> know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. I actually met Uncle Iroh, like Greg, uh, Greg oh, Baldwin. Really?
0: Was that when waycom was uh, helping him out? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I interviewed him, and I was like, okay. he's going to do great as, like, the live action Uncle Iroh. I already yeah. feel it. Oh, I can't uh, wait. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Getting Uh idea. what? Are, what else? Oh,
3: real quick. Do you guys know like the story when Ryan Gosling accepted the Ken position?
1: Mm. I don't think so.
3: It is so funny to me. So like, Greta came up to him and asked him, and he wasn't actually quite sure if he was going to do it, but he was taking a walk and he finds a Ken doll like face down in the mud (laughs) and he he takes a picture of it and he sends it to her and he's like I'm in
1: it was the Ken (laughs) doll yes I'll show
3: you the picture it's so funny
1: that's funny that's That's just fate yeah,
3: he and, he, and he is Ken. I feel like a lot of people dogged on him when the promos were coming out. Yeah, like on, he's
1: too old. and stuff. both
3: are. of them, which I don't know why people are like, Margot Robbie's too old, but whatever. <laughs> I Just hated that. Like,
0: but then also the moment where the narrator is like, by the way, we cut like <laughs> a little fourth funny. wall break. Yeah.
3: Oh, I loved that. Yeah, the scene works with, or the scene doesn't work with Margot Robbie. <laughs> yeah. so it's so ugly. <laughs> it's like,
2: what? <laughs> it's funny that we talk about like... um margarabi and uh ryan gosling but like what did you guys think about the other kins and other barbies like i thought that the commentary on like barbie being stereotypical barbie and ken being stereotypical ken and like having these like other facets of what barbie can be because barbie can be anyone yeah Mm -hmm. or ken could be anyone Mm -hmm. was like really impressive and i like the i forget her name President Barbie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was like really good.
1: I really yeah, liked it. And Weird Barbie. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. When I saw Kate McKinnon's name pop up on the like in the credits, like the the pre-credits, I was like, "What Barbie is she?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I really liked all of that and just showcasing Barbie and Ken can be anything that they want and then also tying that into the end of like mm-hmm no i don't when they're they're like in maid costumes and tossing brewskis to all (laughs) of the kids and they're like wait no this is not what i want to be and what they can be and stuff yeah i really
3: appreciated that that Uh, was uh, sorry Uh, that was definitely one of the best like themes i think was like when barbie had the whole like i can't be i'm not president barbie i'm not senate barbie i'm not a lawyer barbie i'm just barbie yeah and like and Ken kind of has it too where it's like I'm it's Barbie and Ken like that whole you have to be something or you're not good enough because you're not president Barbie or you're not just Barbie to Ken and it was really good. Yeah. It was really good.
0: And I liked his arc as well of like yeah, it's always Barbie and Ken, but that Ken needs to find himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also the um thing that's happening in real life in terms of boyfriends and girlfriends being like I'm too tied to our relationship. I need to figure out who I am. I'm not just Ken. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but that's been a trend of people saying, like, they watched the Barbie movie and then either someone just didn't get it. And it's like, oh, okay, we have vastly different (laughs) um, perspectives on feminism. But also it's like, I'm kind of, I put too much on this relationship. I need to find myself, which is really interesting to me. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Self-reflection. Self-reflection is important. Yeah. Yeah they really nailed it
3: that really is what that movie kind of was like I feel like everybody that watched the movie came out being like (laughs) I had to think for a (laughs) long time after it I was like yeah
2: which is insane for a Barbie movie yeah Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) it's insane because I I, that happened with both Barbie and Oppenheimer Mm -hmm. two completely different movies and both of them covered such topics that it's like one is thinking about oh humanity's gonna go to great lengths to destroy itself and the other one is like self-reflection within yeah myself I don't know
1: I remember leaving Oppenheimer and I was like, oh, the world sucks. Yeah. When I left Barbie, I'm like, I am like, <laughs> <laughs> The world sucks, but I am Knuff.
3: <laughs> I want that sweatshirt so bad. So bad. <laughs>
0: There's a bunch of knockoffs that are like ten bucks on Amazon. Oh my God. But yeah. Yeah.
2: I've actually seen a couple of people wearing them on campus already. And I'm very jealous. I'm not surprised. If <laughs> yeah. you're on Twitter, like they were in the, all the comment sections of mm-hmm. like anything Barbie related or not. I was yeah. was like, buy this Barbie T-shirt. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, side note. Could y'all hear, like, people, like, talking in Oppenheimer? Because, like, I feel like with Nolan's recent films, the sound mixing is, like, really weird. Like, I couldn't understand. The Tenet like,
0: was especially
2: bad. Yeah. Um,
0: which I think was sometimes on purpose, sometimes not, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, that's a vibes movie. Oppenheimer felt better, but still... And it's, it's just... Uh, Nolan suffers with that because he wants to like give the soundtrack enough and then it overshadows a talking. Yeah. I don't know if you felt that in Oppenheimer.
2: It's like three hours of talking too. It's like you need to like hear everything and then it's like, <laughs> blah, blah 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 and you can't hear it. I'm like, what the fuck did you say?
1: <laughs> oh no, yeah.
2: I, that took me out a little bit.
1: I also feel like I'm just used to subtitles all the time now. So whenever I don't have subtitles, I'm like, "What are these?" I saw a bunch (laughs) of people have the little cup holder
0: subtitle thing, and I was very tempted to like, "I should probably go get one because yeah."
2: For Off Nightmare, yeah, Yeah. they have those. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So it was funny because my dad and I walked in, um, and we weren't able to get seats next to each other. We were like, "Seat another person," and then a seat. So we just asked him to move, but he had already set up like this cup holder thing, and he hadn't attached this uh, caption thing. So we were like, is he like illegally gonna film? We like what is happening with this whole setup? And he was like, he was kind of acting shady about it too. Mm. I don't know if that was just us like, I don't know, noticing what wasn't there or anything. We moved, set it up and we're just like checking out what's going on in the uh, corner of our eye. And then he finally screws in the actual caption thing. I'm like, oh, that's genius.
3: They do look so suspicious. Right? Yeah, because I worked in the device.
0: Deals. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah.
3: So I like, I handed them out a lot. They're really handy. Um, mm-hmm. But God, there's been so many times that I've had like a team member, a new team member come up to me and go, I think somebody's recording. <laughs> <laughs> i like, no. Well,
0: that's what I was surprised of like, they have really figured out how to record stuff if they put it in the cup holder and then a camera attached to it. They've got to figure it out. Um, I just, I hope that eventually we get to a point where there's just subtitles in all movies. In mm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles especially, I wish that there were subtitles for some of those moments where it's just the brothers talking all over each other. All at once, yeah. All at once,
3: yeah. I don't get why people hate subtitles. Me like, either. again, just, you are working at a movie theater, every time yeah. we had a subtitled, like, movie, this has subtitles in it, yeah. It says it when you purchase the ticket, this has <laughs> subtitles in it, um, But it's really not that big of a deal. I think it's better.
0: Well, I'm curious, since you've worked in a movie theater, how many, like, is that a thing where you can buy a ticket that specifically has subtitles, or is it like, so like depends?
3: If you look, at least like on Megaplex or whatever, yeah, um, it will s- tell you next to it open caption, OC. Yeah, it will be huge because people get so annoyed, and so many refunds need to be done. But yeah, so f- especially for bigger movies, we'll have at least two open captioned movies okay. playing at a time. You just have to look up And for that's it.
0: different from closed caption because I see that a lot. Closed caption. So like, is that like optional?
3: Closed caption just means those devices okay. that you were talking about. Those are closed caption devices. And then open caption means you don't have it in <laughs> subtitles or nothing.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's no. burnt
1: in. Hmm. Interesting. Gotcha. I never knew this. I
0: never knew this either. <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I did because like I said, uh, watch Princess Mononoke in theaters. And that obviously has captions because they're using the Japanese mm. stuff. And I'm curious if it did say open captions and I just didn't notice.
3: For those movies, like... They'll usually just say dub or sub next to it. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like when I watched the One Piece movie, said dub. Ah, <laughs> see, I snuck it in there. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: oh, I am curious. To, we got to do a geek out episode soon because I'm curious what's going on. Thirty first, baby.
1: Stuff. August thirty first. Really? Three days. That's close. For the live action. Three days for the live action. I didn't know it was that close. I'm so I, That's the same day know. that Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm so up. excited. I because so they did an interview with Oda. Mm-hmm. This is so off topic. You might have to cut this yeah. out. <laughs> 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 um, they did an interview with uh, Luffy, mm-hmm. like the live action Luffy, and uh, Ichirō mm-hmm. Oda, the the mangaka. Yeah. And they did a sit down interview, and he's like, I the reason I did it now is because technology's caught up. He's like, you are Luffy to to wow. the, my, like the uh, the actor he's like when I saw your audition he's like this is my Luffy like he is Luffy you were born to be Luffy is what he said yeah. and I'm like <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's actually really cool so are they gonna handle like the CGI stuff well in terms of we're hoping I mean okay. we can only hope that's all
1: uh,
3: sorry no, that's what i'm scared of is like the body whore that's gonna be luffy if um they don't do it properly <laughs> that's why i'm like oh, i'm gonna wait till reviews come out yeah
1: i'm watching the 31st i'm on a plane at 2 p.m so i'm downloading it the night like at midnight when it comes out and yeah. i'm not gonna touch it until the plane i'm gonna binge it on the plane smart if it's bad, that I'm going to jump off the plane or like, What
3: are they doing it up to? Is it like East Blue? It's all East
1: Blue. Okay. Yeah. I don't okay. think they have the technology to go into the Grand <laughs> the the are, the the <laughs> huh.
0: are they going to... I know we're going so off topic. Are know, they right. going to like um, filter out some of the um,
1: fluff and what's it called? Oh, the...
3: Uh, filler. filler. Filler,
1: thank you. So, yeah, you it's going to be zero filler. But even like the regular One Piece the anime that's what i always it's hear it's like 1%. Yeah. It really doesn't
3: have
0: that. Yeah, much. but that means really 100 episodes, right? Cuz it's like a Yeah, thousand it's like episodes.
1: 115 episodes. But like Okay. That's not bad. And even the filler is objectively <laughs> really good.
3: Cuz they don't do like filler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't do filler like in between episodes. They do like filler arcs that mm-hmm. mean nothing.
1: Oh. But okay. they're really fun but to Like watch. G8 is like objectively the best filler arc i've ever seen in my oh, life. Yeah, absolutely. It should have been canon. Hmm. long uh ring longland whatever it was that should have been a filler arc and i hate that arc <laughs> yeah, with a passion.
2: Exactly. if the one piece show was good i will i will watch that's what i'm doing <laughs> i might
0: like hop in the discord and be like all right is it good or not <laughs> okay. I'll, yeah. I'll let you know
1: september 1st <laughs> i'll <gonna be> <laughs> binge the whole season yeah unless they're doing weekly do you know if they're doing weekly
3: i don't think so i don't, I don't does like netflix usually it. do that did they do it, weekly? Nowadays is. They've
1: been doing it. Okay.
3: Was Death Note a movie? I think Death Note was a movie. Mm-hmm. Death Note yeah. A movie. But I don't hmm. think they're going to do weekly. I hope not.
1: I hope not either. I won't be able to do it. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Let's get back on Barbenheimer.
3: <laughs> so like, I think we need to talk about the I'm Just Ken song.
0: Yeah, I love that so good. much. I, li- I probably have most of it memorized at this point. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, I'm, I'm not singing it. <laughs> That's reserved to the shower. <laughs> 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 but like, I, just the whole soundtrack of Barbie. We've talked about the soundtrack for um, Oppenheimer, but the soundtrack for Barbie with like uh, the Lizzo song and like the Billie Eilish song especially. I love that song. When we, song. when cause we listened to it beforehand when she released it. Yeah. Um I was like, I hope they save that for a good moment and not just for an end credit.
2: It's it at hit. the
0: moment. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Um it was even just listening to the, the Lizzo song of Pink and then yeah. the <laughs> bad version of Pink
3: mm-hmm. is
0: so funny and the storytelling that happens there.
3: I mean again, that soundtrack is exactly like the movie, an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. I don't listen to it just in one go because I can't emotionally handle I'm just Ken and then um,
0: what was I made for yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of also I think it's the Charlie XCX song it's really really good it mm. is yes yeah. okay
1: I wasn't sure if it was her or not yeah. but the duo song is good too yes.
0: yes that's the other one I was yeah. thinking
1: Dua Lipa Dua Lipa's cameo was so funny and then so John funny. Cena's the John- cameo yeah. it was great <laughs> oh. that's how you,
0: <laughs> just that's how you do a cameo for like sure especially all right, as we kind of finish this off, um, final kind of scores for everybody. for bo- I mean, you
2: already said 4.6 for both. Yep. Um, I'm curious. What are you? Um, 9 out of 10 for Barbie. 8 out of 10 for Oppenheimer. Okay.
3: hmm Yeah. Uh, I would definitely say, like, a 9 out of 10 for Barbie, and I don't know about Oppenheimer. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Unknown N.A. Yeah. Um, I'd say a nine out of ten for both. Because I definitely I want to rewatch *Oppenheimer* to see if I have any problems, but I it's the three hour um runtime did feel like I felt it after the end of it, even though I was engaged the whole time.
1: Um just little stuff like it that. It was like a hard three two. It wasn't like oh three hours, but just really like two thirty. No, it was like Yeah. It was three on the dot.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um All right. Well, I think that's pretty much everything that we want to talk about and everything we have time for. Um, So thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Um, We're leading into fall semester, so we'll figure out schedules and stuff um, in terms of school. Like we always say, school comes first, but hopefully we should have some good content for you coming out soon with the
1: SAG-AFTRA and writer Strikes. We will see how that works because obviously we want to support. At least the video team, we, I've been kind of talking, we're going to oh. start focusing on old stuff. Nice. Talking about old stuff, recreating some some fun uh, sequences. I think it'll be a good time. Awesome. I'm excited to hear
0: what's going on with that. Um, and excited to show all of you guys at home. So once again, thank you. Make sure to follow us on all of our Instagram, social, Twitter, um, X, I mean, fuck that. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> Twitter I know and then make sure to check out our website we have lots of cool articles coming out um, from YouTube especially and then uh, me and Stefan will write a couple more stuff too and yeah I guess we will see you guys next time